the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, this is Casey Fields. I'm the manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Here is the latest from the Dome to Your Home, the association's weekly legislative report for the week of April 29th. The Senate and House of Representatives met in regular session last week. The House worked through bills on the calendar, while the Senate debated the sale of Santee Cooper. There are now only three more legislative days until the General Assembly adjourns for the year this Thursday, May the 9th. The House of Representatives plans to debate the Senate changes to the budget tomorrow. The tobacco preemption bill and the plastic bag ban bill remain on the Senate contested calendar, and the bill that prohibits the Municipal Association from collecting business licenses on behalf of cities remains in a House committee. The bill that amends the Tort Claims Act was amended to lower the proposed liability cap increases, and it passed by the Senate. The bill is now in the House, waiting to be taken up by a committee. The South Carolina Small Wireless Facilities Deployment Act bill is still in the Senate Judiciary Committee. One quick update on our advocacy initiatives, House Bill 3137, the bill that changes the LGF, Local Government Fund, formula to a more predictable funding level from year to year, is on the uncontested calendar in the Senate. Now that the Senate has adopted an amendment to the Santee Cooper bill, it plans on Tuesday to come in at noon and go directly to the second reading uncontested calendar, which is where House Bill 3137 resides. Please call your senator and ask them to vote in favor of House Bill 3137 when the Senate comes into session on Tuesday. The House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Business and Commerce Subcommittee, it's a mouthful, met last Wednesday afternoon to hear testimony on House Bill 4431, a business license bill. This bill changes the methods by which a business license is processed and mandates sweeping changes in the way business license tax is assessed, collected, and enforced. Tiger Wells, Director of Governmental Relations for the Association, testified on behalf of cities and towns. The subcommittee adjourned debate on the bill and asked stakeholders to work over the summer to write a bill that was beneficial for everyone. Senate Bill 227 is the Senate bill that allows municipalities without an operating millage on January 1, 2019 to impose an operating millage, was approved by the House Ways and Means Property Tax Subcommittee and then later in the day approved by the full House Ways and Means Committee last week. The bill is now on the House calendar for debate this week by House members. The House of Representatives gave Senate Bill 401, the Senate version of the Utility Relocation Bill, third reading on Wednesday. 401 requires an entity undertaking a transportation improvement project to bear the cost of relocating water and sewer lines. The bill is now back in the Senate for approval. So this week on the podcast, I just mentioned that the utility relocation bill has passed the Senate. It passed the House. Now it's back in the Senate for approval. Scott Slatton is here. He has been working on this bill. I don't know, Scott, for how long has this bill been in the Since works? 2013. This okay. was one of the <laughs> first. A long time ago. Yes. This is one of the first things that I took up whenever I came into the mothership here off the road from being a field services manager and started lobbying. And I took over the mantle from Warren Harley, who was on staff. uh, And 
began meeting with the other stakeholders, which were the water utilities and DOT. Over the years, we had multiple meetings as a result of a uh, resolution that the General Assembly passed in 2012 to set up the Public Utility Relocation Study Committee. Right. Okay. So this came from a study committee. So the study committee worked came up with some parameters for legislation, and then in the subsequent years, since 2013, a utility relocation bill of some kind has been introduced and made minimal progress. Mm -hmm. Up until last session, last year, the 2017-18 session, when Senator Paul Campbell from Berkeley County introduced a Senate bill that passed the Senate, Mm-hmm. got over to the House, and unfortunately got derailed by uh, Representative Brian White uh, from Anderson. And it uh, made it out of committee, right? And made it the out floor. of the Education and Public Works Committee. And in fact, right. you'll recall, Casey, mm-hmm. was, it in, was it in 2018 or 2017 when we had Representative Rita Allison come to HLAD? Uh, I think it was 2017 or maybe 18. 17. She's the, ch- she's the, the chair lady of the House Education and Public Works Committee mm-hmm. where that Senate bill was housed. Right. And, and Representative Jay West from Belton, he was a new House member at the time. Former councilman, right? Former council member yep. from Belton came along and, uh, and picked up that bill. But you'll recall... When Rita Allison came to speak at HLAD, I kind of pulled her to the side and and talked to her about this bill. And and she was in favor of it, felt good about it. She got it out of her committee, but once it got on the floor, Representative White and others uh, raised some some objections to it, and it just didn't didn't go from there, the Senate version of of the bill. So... Uh, well, actually, it wasn't the Senate version of the bill. It was the House version of the bill that they raised objections to. They never took up the Senate bill mm-hmm. uh, in last year's session. So fast forward to this January, uh, Senator Paul Campbell again introduces right. the same bill. 401. 401, Senate Bill 401. And we have some new uh, partners, uh, a new lead lobbyist for the Water uh, Partners, Coalition Partners, uh, that we're working with, and uh, we feel good about the the bill moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, the Department of Transportation raises an objection and says, "Well, we're not so sure. We like the same bill that we liked last year." And this was in February, March, or this, January. This was I mean, this in was... late January, okay. I think. All right. Yeah, the bill was going to get a subcommittee hearing in the Senate, and uh, the, the the lobbyist for the DOT comes up and says. Hey, Secretary Hall wants a sunset provision added to the bill. Now, and I will tell you, I'll give you, I'll give Secretary Hall all the credit in the world for the bill getting beyond the study committee phase, right. because up until the point that she got personally involved in that bill about mm-hmm. three years ago, it was going nowhere. It was going nowhere, right? And and mostly because of the objections of people that worked at DOT. She got personally involved and invested in it, and it was because of her involvement mm-hmm. that it got on into a bill form and got as far as it did. So that's why we were really surprised and, and disappointed, really, right? Um, that she, at the last minute, we felt, raised an objection to the bill and wanted to put a sunset provision on it. She wanted the bill to sunset after five years 
Um, and that was news to us. Okay. So we, um, we had some choice words with the DOT lobbyist. Right. And he, he relayed those messages back to Secretary Hall. We had a Senate subcommittee hearing, a couple of student subcommittee hearings, and at, at the, the last one, Senator Campbell told all of us, hey, y'all have got to work this thing, these objections out, these, right. these problems between you, or else this bill's got no chance. So we uh, all sat, actually sat in a, in a circle in the Senate uh, hearing room after that uh, last subcommittee meeting, and we met for probably an hour or so and really laid, we're all, we were all very honest and laid out our, our objectives to, uh, for the bill and what we thought we could and could not live with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Water Coalition folks went off and met very closely with DOT, and we were a part of that and, and uh, monitoring that very closely. They all came back, and ultimately we all agreed to a seven-year sunset mm-hmm. And an agreement that DOT would collect uh, information about the program as it's being implemented to make sure that it works. Uh, Secretary Hall's objection, or not objection, but her aim was to make sure that the program was going to be successful. And the only way to do that would be to measure, get some metrics from sure. the from the program to ensure that it should go forward. And if we all agree at some point uh, in four years, in particular four or five years, that the program is successful, then then she agreed and assured all of us that we'll all go together to the General Assembly and extend the program going forward. So once that was worked out, the House, I mean, the Senate passes the bill yep. before crossover, yep. and it goes to the House. It has been in the House Education and Public Works Subcommittee Yep. and went to full... Yes. Yeah, went to full... Actually, I think it went to full last two weeks ago, uh, got passed out last week. That's right. Got pulled, passed out of full last week, got onto the uh, House calendar last Tuesday and uh, for second reading, got second reading and there second were no reading obje- Tuesday, Tuesday, third, third reading, reading on Wednesday, Wednesday and it's uh, teed up and ready to go. Uh, hopefully to the governor very, very soon. And uh, we think there might even be a bill signing ceremony. We'll we'll just have to see. We'll keep everybody posted. I know that there are a lot of municipalities that are interested in this bill, that need this bill, and they're going to be thrilled well, that it passed. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think it's going to be very helpful to a lot of cities, particularly small towns and cities uh, that struggle uh, to come up with unexpected costs to cover those. But this whole entire process is a lesson in how long it takes to get legislation passed. And how many stakeholders are involved. It's not just us. And how it can, when even though you think you've got everything worked out at, at the last minute, something crops up and yes. you've got to deal with That's that. Right. Um, so it is a collaborative process. It takes time. It's not, it's not, sometimes it's not easy and it's certainly not quick. But I hope uh, folks have an appreciation for the final product that we're all going to benefit from going forward. Absolutely. Scott, thanks for your work on this. Sure. Um, You know, you can always access Senate Bill 401, the utility relocation bill. You can access that bill and all other bills that we track in the legislative tracking system, bills that were introduced, although there were not many, and bills that received action from a subcommittee or a committee. Be sure to follow the legislative team on Twitter and check back next week for the latest in municipal legislative news from the South Carolina State House. 
The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.